doing everything they can. But everything just breaks and nothing goes according to plan. Out of service. Well, 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 my dear old chap. Are you like British or something? Yeah, no, that that was not a British. I don't, I don't know voice what that was. All. Okay, <laughs> you know, you, you know what what my favorite era was. I you know I just love Queen Victoria. Oh, I really do think you? the Victorian era speaks to me. Now, you know, I was never anywhere related to it, and nor did I live in a Victorian household. But you know, some strange things have been going on in my apartment. Uh. Do you, do you ever do you ever have thing weird things happen to you in your house? You're like, hmm, what could that be? That's not that's not a person. Where are you going with this? Are you talking it about be, ghosts? Yeah, it could be a ghost. You ever you ever think you have a ghost in your household? No, no. Are you sure you never you know see the bathroom light on and you're like, but there's nobody home. No, no. Actually, no, you never hear a bump in the night. I know you ever feel some tickly fingers on the back of your neck when you're trying to sleep. You know, anytime anything happens, I just assume it's my sister every time. Well, it could be a Victorian ghost haunting oh, your house. No, 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 no. It's and just my sister. Okay, stop. No, it's just my sister. Okay. Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, because no. I think this BuzzFeed quiz will tell you which Victorian ghost is haunting your house. Oh, okay. Well, please be sister ghost. Okay. Okay. Well, how do you spend your free time? Singing to gravestones? Friend zoning? Bragging about your tiny tree collection? Or discussing scandals? I feel like I'm a tiny tree guy. Ah, I'm a tiny tree guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which gang of ruffians shall earn your disapproving glare today? Um, I'm going to have to show you a picture of some ruffians just okay, to good, get you. Yeah. We've got some old Victorian pictures of ruffians. We've got two little boys ruffian it on a roof. Yes. Some one holding its legs like a wheelbarrow. Ooh, yes. Another one of two kids running from the night. Oh, here's the fourth one. They're looking through a drain. And then here's a large group of ruffians doing some ruffian business. And finally, some ruffians taking a ruffian nap. Uh, let's do the ones that are digging in the sewer gr- through the sewer grate. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely. the one I, I want. Think that's your type of ruffian. Okay. It is. What is your preferred mode of transportation? You have a horse drawn carriage, <laughs> a train, or a large bicycle with one giant wheel and one tiny wheel, or a pirate ship? A uh, pirate ship. Okay. Okay. Arga. Oh, Blast, what have you been swindled into purchasing now? Miss Hattie Quigley's Remarkable 5-Day Memory Powder? Nope. The All-in-One Health Perfecting Tonic by Charles Holmstonman. <laughs> Not a charlatan. Tickets to Big Fair Across Town sold to you by a small, unusually charismatic child who told you to come back tomorrow and he would take you to the fair, but you came back the next day and he wasn't there. So at this point, you're pretty much, there's just no... Fair. Or a DVD of Rip of Wild. 
I don't know what Rip of Wild is, but that sounds entertaining. So you got swindled into a, buying a DVD of Rip of Wild. Oh, what is that? Yes, I did. Okay, you don't even know what it is, but no. you bought it. You uh, stupid, yeah. stupid little Victorian man. I was curious. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was. All right. Curious. Here's another picture. Here's another picture one. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, oh. what is your current mood? Are you a Victorian woman looking to the right? A Victorian woman looking seductively to the center? A bearded, scruffy man? Or a nice mustachio gentleman? Or a woman with her hand on her cheek? Or are you a greyhound dog? I Which think is your current that mood? I am the seductive woman. Oh, seductive woman, yes. eh? Mm. I see how it is. Right, 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 Very right. Seductive. Okay. Which piece of tragic prose do you hold in your highest regard? In the attic of my Victorian home. The awakening of Miss Clara H. Glenbro. The silent pathway in the meadow of the shallow brook. Wrapped in lace, saving face. Or the wandering specter in the eastern quarter of the menagerie where I am wont to take my nightly walks, but sadly no more, not because of the specter which I have taken a liking to, but because we are moving presently. <laughs> <laughs> that last little bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> what do you suspect shall be your demise? Losing the family swan? The man who married your family swan. <laughs> okay. Humiliation from being kissed, or not completely the mandatory Victorian, not completing the mandatory Victorian obstacle course. Marrying the swan. Oh, the man who married yes. your family swan swindled you are. You got the entire cast of farce, of a farce. I've got some good news and some bad news uh -oh. for you. The good news is you won't at all be afraid of these spirits. Oh, the bad yes. news is you will probably grow quite annoyed with them. This mm. five-person cast is indeed quite loud and very well rehearsed, and they perform five nights and two matinees per week while they are invisible. You will probably grow quite weary of hearing the entire group surprisedly yelling at each other and their names in succession, chasing each other in one door and out the other, and, and more. Enjoy. Okay, thank you. I will <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that. Your, your house is haunted by I the entire really cast of a farce. I was really hoping for the box ghost from uh, Danny Phantom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're going to get the box ghost. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get the nice. box ghost. That would be nice. I don't think he's Man. Victorian either, though. I don't think he think is, very but, modern. you know, anybody can duck. Nope, never mind. I'm not going to try and do that. It was yeah. going to be a really bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like my little Victorian... Thing. Yeah, I kept attempting to get in there on that accent myself, but it was not working. So <laughs> I heard it, but it's fine, you know. Hey, I went for it, and that's what matters, right? Yes, it's all about committing. It committing, is. Yeah. Like, you know who else commits? You Very do. Well. I uh, do. Well, I was going to go with Danny. Uh, Danny! Oh, our boy. <laughs> Danny! Danny! Daddy. Oh my goodness. Daniel All Radcliffe. Right. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, here we what go. What a perfect segue. <laughs> yes, guns akimbo. So, you've seen that meme, right, where he's holding the guns? Yes. I didn't know that that was a movie. I didn't either. Yeah, look, Daniel Radcliffe. But uh, I want to I want to look up the meme again. The um 
it's like him and he's like holding two guns and he's in a robe and like weird slippers. Um, and they make all these Harry Potter memes about it. Ooh. But I didn't know that this was like, this was back. God, he probably was doing this movie a while back. Like, let me, look, let me yeah. get to know your meme. Okay. Daniel Radcliffe holding two guns. Uh, updated seven days ago, apparently. So, oh. um, Daniel Radcliffe holding two guns refers to an image macros based on a photograph f- photograph <laughs> of actor Daniel Radcliffe wearing a bathrobe and holding two guns taken off the set of Guns Akimbo. But the the meme was in 2018, two years later. What? Two years later, we actually get the movie. That's so odd. Yeah. That is odd, but now I know I'm excited about this from. movie. I really, I really want to see it though. I did, who yeah, doesn't, man? Our boy Danny's in, in it. Yeah, Danny's in it. Danny's he's in got, it. He's got some guns, holding some guns. He, you know what I mean? He's Bang, a, pow. He's got huge guns, he, man. He's oh. got lefty righty. Dude, I don't pow, know about pow. you, but there's something about four guns that just, oh, I just have to see it, man. <laughs> oh. Four, four guns. guns. Better than uh, two. Oh, have you not heard 21 Guns by Green Day? Nope. Yeah, it's a weird Green Day song. All right, Anyways, because I don't need to be a part of that. Someone with twenty-one guns—that's a lot of guns. Uh, why would you need that many? That's too many guns. What? How many is too many guns? I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> you gotta look up how many how guns many is too many guns. Guns is too many. Oh my gosh, it's been googled so many times that if you type how many guns is, then it pulls it up. Too many guns. Many I think guns they. I think that is, is trending now that uh, Danny is oh holding two guns. They're like, look, two guns. That's a lot of guns. Yeah. Four guns. Guns holding guns. Ooh, that's pretty crazy. Just saying. Oh, so okay. here we go. Let's see. I would can... like to know how many guns. Are too many guns. All right. Well, there. apparently the average um is eight point okay. one guns. All right. What the average amount of gun ownership is eight point one guns. Hey, that was just on the thumbnail to get me to click on the website. I actually have to find where that's at. Okay, just what's eight point one of Let's a gun. See. What's hat like? That's you not even know, half a gun. That's just like a little sliver of the the back that's of like the gun. Like, hey, I I have eight guns and I also have this barrel to a gun. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. You know, that Except that might be a little a too much of a point one of a gun. Just saying. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Just the barrel. There's a lot of pieces to a gun. I don't know if you're... All right, here we that go. That is not correct. Just saying. Your gun... Your gun... Um, information. You know? Is inadequate. So... Probably. All right, so... Uh, Where does it say? 1994, what, what, what? the typical gun... This is old. Okay. Typical gun-owning <laughs> household owned 4.2 guns. In 2015, the average number of firearms owned has nearly doubled to 8.1 guns per household. And that in, trend has only gone like, up since. America? Uh, like I, the guns looking. all over the world. All over the world, the, the average is 8.1. <laughs> That's yes. like, it, I, it must be Texas of, throwing off all that, num- that, <laughs> that, that numbers. Must be Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's We've my explanation for everything. Must be aliens to must be Texas. Oh my god. Must be Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what uh, the average amount of um USCCA? what is that in in texas is i don't know what it is in texas 
Estimates of Texas gun ownership range from 35 to 43% of the population, which is above the national average. More than 1.2 million Texas hold active um, concealed carry permits as of 2017. Oh, interesting. How many guns does the average Texan own? Um, oh, <laughs> it's anywhere between 8 and 140. Well, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm on that 140 range. You own all Just the guns. Just come over. You'll see my two guns on my arms, dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it, did you get those guns from meditating? Is that what you got from? <sighs> Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, okay, Hell yeah, okay. I did. Oh, man. I, um, don't think, I've owned a BB gun before. I actually haven't. Have you ever shot a gun? Not a real one, no. Nerf yeah. gun? Nerf gun. Ha, ha, Nerf guns ha, do not ha, count. Ha, ha. Nerf for nothing, all right. Nerf, nerf, nerf for, for nothing, nothing bro. weebs. All right. Speaking of nerfing, though. <laughs> oh man. You nerf know what this. games nerf a lot? Uh, no. Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch. Yeah. All right. You haven't played Overwatch in a while. When was the last I time you played Overwatch? Oh, uh, I wonder if it, my uh, Blizzard client will tell me. Let's see. Shit, I'm, I have to I'm sure open it. Will. Uh, a while. I, it's I literally, been a long time. I, I used to be so upset with Overwatch, and I like, I don't, I think I, I haven't really talked about it last time, uh, or, or I haven't talked about it in a since while. I was playing it very often, and now I don't really play it anymore. Um, I, the competitive scene I was actually getting into for a little bit, but um, it just like I just couldn't play every night. I got into some other games. Yeah. So sorry, Susan. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, anyways, though, they always roll out new characters, like okay, several other, what like MMOs and like, well, that's not MMO; it's the FPS. But what what's the type of game where it's like six v six competitive, or like you know, you've got, um, I guess it's not a type of game, but there's a lot of like games in which they have balanced teams of different types of characters with their own special abilities. And then they always roll out new characters and then it messes up the entire meta. Uh, any MMO, any MOBA. Yeah. Like literally any MOBA. Literally. Well, the thing is, is Blizzard always rolls out these new characters and I'm like, I'm wondering who makes like who creates the new characters and why? Mm -hmm. Well, I showed you a video before. And I mean, you're familiar with the Overwatch, um, like aesthetic. Yeah, I definitely am. Well, if you guys look up Overwatch Blair playable new hero concept, well, people are getting so good at programming that they're programming their own Overwatch characters. It's crazy. Yeah, it's actually pretty wild. Um, like, I wonder if Blizzard will, because it's literally a free concept. A free mm -hmm. idea, and the I'm sure the character only needs a little bit of editing because it has right. its own emotes, everything. Like they literally could just steal it, and it has its own voice acting. It's probably all done free too. Oh, that's actually so cool! Well, I didn't know it was that in depth. I just kind of clicked through it when you sent it to me. Yeah, it has its own balancing like um, alt and powers. And it has its own emotes animated and its own stickers and poses it's literally just set up for them I'm like just, just take it to yoink it 
Yeah, you won't get without even like getting like credit. That's usually probably what they would do. But <laughs> um, I wanted to relate it back to um, was it not Battlefield? Um, Battlefront. Okay. What's the what's the Star Wars one? That's Battlefront, right? Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront two. Yeah. Is it two? Okay. Yeah. So Battlefront two is gaining popularity now. And um, there's a whole modding scene. What? I've been watching oh, boy. people mod it. And what they'll do is they will um, like create whole player models and like they'll build characters that weren't previously in the game in the game as like a skin for another character. So like... Okay. You know Darth Maul. Darth Maul yeah. gets cut in half in Star Wars. Well, I don't know if you know the um, what is it the the canon, but it states that Darth Maul doesn't die. He gets robot legs. I've heard that, but I right? haven't like and seen the source. And it's proven through the Clone Wars canon and in the new. Have you seen the Solo movie? Uh, yeah, I've seen Solo. There's an extended cut where. Um, you know that evil girl in Solo? Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, talks to her, like, you know, uh, Sith Master, and it's Darth Maul. They bring oh. back for, like, a little scene. Um, and so it's, like, little Easter eggs. Well, they, uh, in Battlefront, they have Darth Maul, just regular Darth Maul mm-hmm. as a character, and will someone mod it to where you can use the, the robot leg Maul? stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's cool, actually. Yeah, so there's like, and then, and then there's not Darth Sidious or Darth Plagueis, but it's like, um, I have to look up all the Sith again. <laughs> um, well, I don't even remember the hot one. <laughs> not the hot one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but it's like, it's this like crazy Darth whatever, Darth Sith Lord or whatever. Uh-huh. I think Darth Bane or something like that. Well, they coded him in. Um, yeah, it's Darth Bane. And they coded him in to replace the um, uh, Vader skin, but they coded it so well that it replaced Vader's powers and replaced it with Darth Bane's own powers and lightsaber. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the the mods are crazy. Well, my point being that the guy who creates the mod uh, program that that coded everything got hired by... Um, the company that does Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me search that up real quick. Battlefront 2. Darth Talon. There you go. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to find it now because I was curious. Darth Talon. Um, <laughs> EA or like EA or like Ubisoft or whatever does it. Um, but basically they're like, hey, you're so good at modding our own game. Why don't you just come work for us? So he's leaving it to a bunch of other people to do the mod. Mm-hmm. And then he's just in going and working for them. And he was literally just doing it for free. And now they're going to have him like program stuff. Hey, the blizzard needs like, to Can take you imagine notes. like doing, yeah, that's what I'm saying is like, I wonder <laughs> if like, you know, people's OCs, like I want, uh, it's kind of hard to say, but I wonder what, um, to what extent, you know, companies will like pay attention mm-hmm. to, their like audience that's a good and, question like, how, and like what's what is the line that like blurs between you know company and like 
fans, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, like, way back when, you just, it wasn't as open source coding. And then now people can just go, hey, I'm going to make a mod. And, like, um, I don't know if you've heard of that one multiplayer mod from Skyrim that they were working on for a little bit. Um, not, not the uh, Elder Scrolls Online, but it's, like, um, there was this multiplayer mod for Skyrim. Okay. And well, we looked at it for a bit, but it was like years in development and they were trying to learn how to sync everything. And it mm-hmm. was literally just a mod for your regular Skyrim that you could connect with other players and do cool stuff and sync up stories and stuff like that. All right. Well, something happened shortly after we were like looking at that where, um, like the source code got leaked or something like that. Mm-hmm. And basically the entire project ended up like getting shut down um, because of some kind of company thing where they like stole code or, or something. I can't remember what it was, but like I, you know, imagine modding a game so well mm-hmm. that the company wants you to work for them. That's crazy. You know? Like In Fallout, all honesty. Fallout 4. Yeah. Was that the one that was bad? Or that was Fallout 76? I think it was Fallout 76. It was bad. There's, I don't remember if it's Fallout 4 or Fallout 76, but there was a mod that, I think it was, hold on, like Fallout bad 4 mod. Miami. <laughs> yeah, Fallout Miami. That's what it is. So Fallout 4, Fallout Miami is an upcoming mod for Fallout 4 on PC. Take a glimpse into the post-nuclear vacation wasteland of Fallout Miami. So basically people, this team of people working for free, Okay. Are creating um, a Fallout 4 mod that basically is so good that it could be DLC. It has its own website. And it adds a Miami location. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it adds, like, it's, it's still post-apocalyptic, but it, 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 there's, like, a beach and there's, like, all this cool stuff. Well, it's essentially they're making a DLC for free that you can just have for free. Mm-hmm. So at what point does it blur the line of the actual, cre- like the, this, this DLC is better than the, the, the base game of Fallout 4? Uh, that's a good question. So like the point what, where it's actually good? Um, yeah, like what's the line between a mod and then like creating a, a whole nother game? Like it's literally just creating, this could be its own game standalone. And it ends up being a Fallout 4, like, add-on for free. Crazy. Well, because they can't, they can't charge for it because right, it's they can't. Fallout 4 source code. Uh-huh. So, hmm. I don't know when this is going to come out, but I just, it, it was really interesting. Like, what, what's the line between modders and the modding community and then the actual game? Because, right. like, in Minecraft, it's open up to mods. It is, yeah. And, we, I mean we've noticed for forever like people are like oh let's make bees and then they'll add bees into minecraft or hey let's make this and the developers are like that's actually good we should put that in the real game and they Mm -hmm. put that in the real game and but it's always been like minecraft base game is its its own thing and then you can um there's a there's a strict distinction between modding that and and the actual game but like these games are not as open source Mm -hmm. like you're not i guess 
I mean, I guess Bethesda has always been okay with modding. Yeah. But when does it turn from like a mod to canon to the actual game, you know? Oh, now we're, and I feel like we're getting, you know, ugh, the point where the company actually buys your work and has ownership of it. Okay. Is that what that's when it's canon officially? Yeah. Mm hmm. But like, imagine creating something so much better than a whole team of <laughs> with your small little group of people yeah well that's the thing is like this fallout me on miami ends up being better than um the base game and the base game was made by a paid company of people <laughs> it ends up well, it ends up being better way better than um fallout 76 right and that was a total bomb and that was made by a team of people that now were getting you gotta paid. get fallout 76 just so you can get the mod right <laughs> Well, there is no mod. The mod's for four. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. But that would be funny if, like... It would be, yeah. Like, people play game it just, just to so play I the mod. Get, play the modded maps. Oh, yeah. wait. That sounds like Black Ops, Julian. It does. Well, you know. <laughs> that, I feel like that's a whole different thing because <clears throat> there's games where the mod adds something new, but then you have the community that's split into, yeah. well, I only play original or I play modded, you know? It's right, different, right, right. But, like... With the Fallout thing and the Battlefield thing, it seems like, well, at least with the with with Bethesda and right. how they've been messing up their games recently, that it ends up being just widely accepted as this is like this is better. This is an yeah, improvement. Yeah, you're right. Now that I think of right, yeah, like there's like you think of Skyrim, right? And it's like it's modding is just accepted at this point. Like, yeah, go mod it. Like nobody cares. But like then you look on like Minecraft, for example, right? And there's a huge line between I only play vanilla and I only play modded. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a weird distinction. Like right. some people will get mad if you mod the game. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh, you're not that's not how the game is meant to be played. But then like Bethesda, they're like, Well, you have to to get mm -hmm. good content out of it. Because right. they're like necessary. Like some people will create some mods for Skyrim where it's like this is kind of like um even mods for WoW. Uh, you like mean like add-ons? Add-ons. Like, it's similar to mods, and some kind people of. require it. Yeah. Well, literally, like, if, if you pretty much if you want to compete at, like, the highest level, um, or even, like, a moderate level, you need add-ons. I'm not even kidding. Isn't that crazy that, like, to play the game, you need the mod? Almost. Like, not even... Almost. Like, almost. But it's almost to the point where, like, the base game that the the creators made mm -hmm. with their team is that's not like the game anymore. It's also right. that the, the the work that the other people have made. Into yeah, it. there's like mods that like tell you when certain abilities are gonna go off and like beep at you to tell you to interrupt stuff, like in dungeons and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so literally everybody yeah. plays with those types of mods now. Like if you even know anything about the game, you're playing with mods or like add-ons well, in WoW. Isn't that wild? That's like. It's like if you booted up Minecraft and everybody was like, oh, you didn't add the map mod onto it. No one plays without the map mod onto it. <laughs> and then like you go into yeah. a vanilla server, but they're like, oh, you have to have the map mod for this. Yeah, it's just like widely accepted. That would just that would be the equivalent, I guess. We're, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, yeah. We'd be like, oh, you don't have like the 
I don't know. You don't have the health bar mod. Well, no one plays without the health bar mod. Right. <laughs> oh, just like man. it's like it's not a complete game, which is weird. But like Minecraft is. Right. It's yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just a really weird thought. Like where where is that line nowadays? Because let's say let's go like back to GameCube. Okay. Or something like that. Obviously not something well okay i won't go back that far let's i, I wanted i want to find something with with a modded community so we the we has a modding community it does but mm-hmm, yeah oh okay so people did you know actually fun fact that that i know i i know this fact from uh tj actually oh yeah 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 uh i think it was in 2017 i might be getting this fact wrong but like, or maybe 2019, it was recently within okay. the past couple of years, the Wii U out, no, the Wii outsold the Wii U. I knew that. Like the Wii that was, no, 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 no. Like currently is being <gasps> oh, bought. Oh, what? No. Yeah. The, yeah. The Wii has been since sold out the Wii U. But if you look at Wii prices and Wii U, or no, sorry, Wii um, numbers. Like we people who have bought the amount of people who have bought Wii's in recent years, in the past couple of years, and the people who have bought Wii U's noted that the Nintendo Switch is out, and that is the most recent console. Mm-hmm. The amount of people who are buying Wii U versus Wii is like it's three I think it's like three to ten Wii's bought per one Wii U. So Wii's are still getting bought. Very I'm frequently, actually, because people have found a way to bypass the system to to mod it. Well, oh. like the weird thing to think about is, like the biggest community that I can think of is the Mario Kart community. They're creating mods Ooh. and stuff like that. There's like a modded lobbies and stuff like that. Well, um, if you look at that modding community, mm-hmm. it's like. Nintendo didn't want them to necessarily mod it and they don't right. really approve it. You actually uh-huh. have to hack and bypass and sometimes void warranties Ooh. to actually go and mod it. So it's like, I wonder that difference, like from way back when, uh-huh. when the Wii U is like modded and when people, or I mean, when the Wii is modded and when they, when they decide to create their own add-ons and stuff like that to now, when you have like, you know, PC mods, I guess, I guess it's two different beasts, but I'm just thinking Mm -hmm. like what changed, you know? Right. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. Like now, is it just, is it widely accepted? I I think it just, I I think the accept it's based on the acceptance and how, that compares to like the company that actually like made the game. I feel like is how it affects how well, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if this is something that marks a new change in video games. If video games aren't going to solely be close, something source. that you buy and pay, or if it's going to be something more like an engine, if that makes sense, I guess it's a bad, that's a better way of, that is a better way of doing it. Actually a better way of like stating, I feel like the engine makes it more like the replayability is a lot 
more with like an, a lot of times like an they, they'll make it an engine like let's say the reason why roblox never died roblox was you know i wouldn't say it was closed source but you could create your own little mini games in right. roblox well then i come back and check back like after i thought it had died and there's it a not. whole new community on it because like for example someone coded all of a pokemon game in it with Pokemon sprites, not even Roblox. What? Not even Roblox, um, like, not even the Roblox models. They used straight up Nintendo pixels for it. So they used the source, the, the coding, and created their own freaking game in it. So it's like, are games now going to be engines, I guess? Modes of, like, here, here's the base game. We're going to create a community, and that's the only way that it'll ever survive. Actually, if you think about it, a lot of the games that I can think of that I played when I was younger or knew about when I was younger are still alive because they're more of like an engine now. Like, like name some. Skyrim, Minecraft, Roblox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the big ones that I'm thinking Terraria. of. Yeah, Terraria. Yeah. Uh, Stardew Valley. Yes. Um, those games, although however big or small the community will get, like Minecraft is always going to be huge, which is yeah, funny because Minecraft, good. like Minecraft will die and like, it won't be as and then popular will to happen. stream on it, like stream as in make videos or live stream or whatever, like produce right, right, right. content may not always be most popular to produce on it, but look, like I just scrolled down on Twitch. This game's been out since like what, 2000. Like 10, maybe? Long it's, time. Very long it's time. Got, uh, it's got 11,000 viewers on it. Hmm. You know? Crazy. And, and the things that happen with competitive gaming, of course, aside, like, not counting League, WoW, and Dota, and those that have been around forever mm-hmm. in the realm of yeah. like they they control the scene, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to literally do something new to ever get that scene back. But like any game that has been alive and well for long enough has to be open source for some like has to be open or like like an engine somehow. It's right? things games that are getting constantly updated and games that are more open source. Yeah, but you can only update a game so much if it is <clears throat> competitive. If it's competitive yeah. and there's a meta, if there's a meta to be messed with, like let's say there's a story mode, you can't go in and change the meta of a story. That, that's that's that not how it works. That is true. And so, you know, that's how that works. I think we should uh, continue this after a little break i think that's a great idea hey do you know what a good investment is you're not talking about our patreon are you oh boy oh boy i'm talking about our patreon i think you guys should go to patreon.com slash blinds yt what what could they get over there at, at patreon.com slash blinds yt i want to say Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I think podcast might be a week early. Like, oh, I I think they are. Yeah, I think podcasts 
or a week early over at our Patreon. And there's like a ton of other cool like goodies that you can get uh, via different tiers. I'm sold. I'm going to go over there. Hands down. I, you know what? I think I'm going to go over to patreon.com slash blindsyt as well. So anyways, yeah, it's just a weird thought, I guess. It, it's for video kind of games. like really deep and we don't normally go this deep on something. But like, yeah, well, it's th- super that's, deep. What, that, that's why I wanted you to watch that that Overwatch concept thing, uh-huh. because it really made me think like I've been thinking in, in recent times, like. It. I don't know, there's. Like. Um, how do I say it? Uh, like stages that video games have progressed in. Right. Like if we want to go all the way up to Atari. Games oh, were for the boy. purpose of competing, completing a simple thing, a high score or a level progression. Right. Well, when has level progression been popular nowadays? Mario? It's not really as popular as it was, I feel like. Like, what game do you see on the top most popular games that is a level progression system. Like I don't see any, they go there and they're there for maybe a couple weeks and then they're gone. Right. Well, and I don't know it. I don't necessarily peg that as a problem, but right. a level progression system, you complete the level progression system and what else do they have? You know, the only one that I've ever seen that's maybe open source is one that you can create your own levels. But again, that's just still level progression. There's not much right. you can do with it. Um, and then there's only an extent that you can challenge the community like mm-hmm. Mario Maker or Battle Block Theater. Right? Oh, Battle Block Theater. Oh, I forgot they're great. about that game. Yeah, they're great. They're great games. And you've got the community built levels, but then it just then it just dies. Mm-hmm. Well, like then then like what else? Well, it feels like a lot of things are grindy and I just I don't know. It's very very weird I, I i'm like i well i guess what is most appealing to me is a game that is more like an engine but you've always got games that are not so they're just more you know repetitive grind that i guess then that gets into its own thing right you know i, I like it gets into its own thing whether or not the reason why it's popular is because of creators who have done and achieved so much in the game itself that Mm -hmm. that is the impressive part and that's the reason why watching it because you go oh I wish I had put that much time into it I guess but you know wow that was that was a deep conversation we just had there well I got another segue into it have you heard of a new game called Temtem uh literally as you speak I literally had clicked on Temtem looking like what is this (laughs) Okay, let me tell you about Temtem. All right, tell me so about Temtem. The newest. I don't. This may be a dumb thought, but Pokemon. There's always been kind of a comment where it's like, when will they run out of new Pokemon to introduce? When, when, like, Pokemon, Pocket Monsters, they're little creatures, right? I mean, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like with the whole fantasy realm, like WoW or League or something like that. You can always make a new orc or always make a new race or whatever. Right. But Pokemon are always inspired by some kind of 
animal. If you look at the first generation, most of them were inspired by, um, I want to say Japanese myth, mythos. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were inspired by Japanese monsters and creatures where you can only make so many iterations of a, of a dragon, only so many iterations of a bird. Something right. like that. So within the past couple generations, most of the new Pokemon have been like, oh, Garbo or whatever, a pile of garbage or <laughs> two swords or a chandelier. Like, like, let me look up um, disgusting new Pokemon. Oh, boy. Yeah, like they're just. One is a pile of garbage, literally. Um, they're just like very i want to say it seems uh, like they're running out of ideas they're, they're, they're very ambiguous monster shapes now at this point or like objects and they mm -hmm. made pikachu pikachu's their pride and joy and every generation they try to create some cute little like monster thing to All right like Brookie. and it just doesn't work so this newest pokemon game there's been a lot of complaints because it's the same story. What? Okay, you've played a Pokemon game. I've played the first couple of gems in Leaf Green, and that's it. Okay, so here's how a Pokemon game works. You wake up. Your mom's like, oh, honey, you need to go talk to the professor. You go to the professor. You pick a starter from three. Mm -hmm. Then your rival picks the opposite of yours. You go on a grand adventure collecting gem badges. Mm -hmm. To the end, where you defeat either a final boss or you fight the legendary and are able to capture said legendary and then fight a boss. You fight some sort of end goal, and the end goal is to gather up a team, fight the last person. Like in Soul Silver and Heart and Gold, it's red. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then in some of them, it's like the final four or something like that. Like right. I just. It's all the same game. It, basically, it's all the same game. I could tell you the outline is basically you have a map. You can only go through it linearly, compete in badges, and, and I, I get it. It's a kid's game. Right. But there's such a big adult audience that it just doesn't keep, you know. The satisfaction. Like the, the, the attention. Well, and the thing is, is there's not really a closed source uh, for cheating, I guess. So mm -hmm. in the realm of multiplayer, right? Right. Um, the only multiplayer aspect of Pokemon is to go in and fight them directly head on. Like mm -hmm. fight, fight. Right. Um, this would work successfully in the card game when there's a lot of balancing. But if you can just plug in like, you know, some kind of cheat thing and get whatever Pokemon you want or grind to get your Pokemon to max level, then there's a lot of unbalancedness and it ends up just like, there's not really a multiplayer fun thing. There's never multiplayer exploring and the campaign is not really that there. Right. And so it hasn't been updated or changed because it's a cash cow. They just, they can whatever. They can just keep going Anyways, with it. How this relates to Temtem is Temtem is a new game based on the whole concept of collecting a monster and making a team and fighting but it adds in more customization for your character. Mm -hmm. It adds in, it's an MMO. So you buy it and you, it's an open world. You get to play with other characters. Oh, people. 
there's so you can, some replay value you can fight right there. Them, you can add friends and go and fight together. There's a story, um, and it ends up being basically what they did was they saw the opportunity of Pokemon as a game not bringing ingenuity to the table, right? And saw the community of people who enjoy that exact type of game and go, hey, we'll add our own art style. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't, let's not make it look like a knockoff. Right. Let's just do our own thing. So there's like a whole new, just like, I guess, opportunity that they've taken. That's why, that's why that game is popular now is it came out and it's not copying Pokemon. There's plenty of games where you collect, I guess a monster Mm-hmm. and go and fight but the only popular one has been pokemon but this basically right. took everything that that community wanted and, and gave it to them oh, bravo good job so, temtem good job yeah. i'm, I'm kind of interested into it i just i don't really know what it's on I, I didn't even know it came out to be honest i literally had temtem on steam it's 35 oh. bucks again also at the same time it is um not a 60 dollar game that that's is something true. Too. That's something too as well. Pokemon always puts out two games, one with one legendary type, one with the other legendary type. The only difference is that when you get to the legendary, they're different. That's Why? pretty much it. And when I was Money. a kid, I would eat it all up. I would get both games, 60 bucks a piece. I'd ask for one from one person, one from another person. I get both games, play them twice through, get both legendaries and transfer one legendary over to the other one and then have both. Oh my <laughs> heck. That's really, that's really it. I mean, in some games, there may be a difference in the way it looks. Like, Soul Silver is more, like, I guess, a different uh, season mm-hmm. than Autumn, which is Heart and Gold. But, um, I'm, yeah, that's pretty much it. But this is one game for half the price of one. Look, you even get to customize your house. Mm-hmm. It's very much appealing. So that's, that's what that is. Symptom is a massively multiplayer creature collection adventure. That's what the type of game is. Seek adventure in the lovely airborne archipel... No, I'm not even going to pronounce that. Um, airborne whatever. Alongside your Temtem squad. Catch every Temtem. Battle other tamers. Customize your house. Join a friend's adventure. Or explore the dynamic online world. I think so. it came out like within the past week because I haven't seen it yet either. But it's literally I saw rock and the everything. trailer come out a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Wow!" So it looks like they pulled out the trailer and released it immediately afterwards. Very smart of them. Mm-hmm. Very very so, smart. So, yeah. um, as you know, all right, I've been having some some issues with my test stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. boy. All right. So. Uh, here's just a, just a question for you real quick here. Um, okay. Why is it that the things we can't control make us the most angry? <laughs> That's such a deep question. Yeah. I think it's very self-explanatory. It's that we can't control them. Right. But then so, you sit here and you're like, well, I can't control this. Why am I even mad about this? You know what I mean? And then it just makes you more angry. Yeah. Like, I think a good... Um. I guess lesson to learn is that you have to realize that they are things that are out of your control and thus you just can't stress about them. 
and you have to let things play out yes it's very much a control thing and it does i mean i i do get stressed out about it equally but sometimes you have to look at it and go look i can there's only so much i can do right and i only have so much capability Mm -hmm. and therefore i'll watch it play out because that's the only thing i can do you know right right I mean, I was fine. I was, I calmed down about it, but like, man, it took, it took a sec. And even like, I don't know, maybe like a couple hours after I was like, you know, I can't control this. Why am I even so mad about this? So like, it doesn't go away immediately, but I was like, it's, so, it's such a weird thing that like, you can't control it, but it pisses you off the most. Yeah. Like, so in the middle of the last podcast, um, uh, oh boy. All right, here we go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so um apparently um the the proctor all right of the testing center that i had signed up to go to right uh-huh um apparently this was so stressful that she had a panic attack and really? went to the er i got a text in the middle of the last podcast, I wish I had checked my phone because that would have been so hilarious because we were talking about it on the last podcast. I didn't know it was because she had a panic <laughs> yeah. attack. Though, so you did not mention she that. She had That's a crazy. panic attack because this whole thing was stressing her out so much. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, wow. Hello there. Goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I just I get the whole stress thing. Right. It's, yeah. It's just like, wow, that's that's so crazy. Exactly. That, like, I've never been hospitalized because of a um like a freak out. A panic attack. Yeah, yeah freak out. I yeah, haven't yeah. yeah. I for the most part, I'm actually very like calm and relaxed. You know, I have random like spurts, but they don't usually last more than like an hour or two, like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um for the most part, I can handle it pretty well. Right, right. Mike thinks I thinks I don't stress out at all. That's how. That's what my entire family thinks too. Yeah, I believe so. I believe that there's yeah. some people that think I don't stress out, and I feel like Mike does because yeah. um, he'll just see me like chilling. But like, I don't know. I guess I just handle it. Um, it's not right. that I handle stress better. It's just that I handle stress differently. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I'm just, so, I'm just like yeah. So like I get that. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I handle it the healthiest, right? But, but like I just, just I don't I don't externalize it. I guess. Yeah, I don't either. It's very internal, very very yeah. internal. Uh, and then um, I guess it's worse in some aspects that like you just kind of bottle it up in, and you know. Yeah, I got to remember to like <clears throat> you know, dish it you know dish it out in a better way than just like building 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 pressure building and then exploding. And then, and then, yeah, it's really not the best, especially when. You get mad at me for things. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so bad. Yeah. So I've been working on just talking the second anything comes up. Um, yeah. So I have a couple of continuations here. Um, and okay. one, I'm going to, I'm going to classify this as a tech issue, but it's been going on for a while and it's driving me nuts. Okay. So uh, probably the last time you heard us talking about um, probably right around the time that we did the episode where we made up pickup lines and then never used them uh for our tinder dates oh, that we never yeah, got yeah 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 right around that time was when um i stopped using uh dating apps completely so but i keep getting text messages from random robots on plenty of fish 
to it. put that in perspective, that was almost a whole year ago. Yeah, that was almost a whole year ago. Okay. And yeah, seriously, the entire, like I keep getting them to this day. I've got one today, right? It's a picture of this girl that is pretty much in lingerie, right? Um, and yeah. it always says, Hey, have I talked to you? It's not even my name. It's like, Oh, Hey Johnny, we talked a couple of days on plenty of fish. <laughs> you want to come over? And it's like a picture. And I'm like, First of all, I'm not even on Plenty of Fish. And second of all, my name's not even Johnny. I just like delete the message and don't like say anything. And then like I'll block the number. But like I'm so I'll get those sick on, of um, them. on on Facebook or not Facebook. I'll get those on Instagram every now and then. And I'm just like, serious, like take me off the damn list. I don't want this. <laughs> it's like, goodness. Like, why do I keep getting these? I don't understand. I'm going nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to call that, that a tech I got issue. today, actually. Um, where it was, it was a different scam. Uh-huh. I get scams a lot, like a lot of. Fi- it, uh, do you know what phishing is? Ph, phishing. No, I don't. So phishing is a scam that you get through an email most of the time. Okay. Where, for example, it's so funny. I've been at Texas State for, I want to say this is my th- fourth year, third year, okay. probably third year. Um. Well. Um, there, there's one that happens every first semester and Texas state has to put out an email about it because people fall for it every year. Okay. Well, you get a, Everybody gets a mass email from a fisher. Um, and here's an example. They will say, I have a pet watching opportunity for you. Um, where you watch their pet and they will pay you. Mm-hmm. And so you go, okay, let me go check it out. And they'll go, all right, well, we want to pay you about $200 a day, $200 to $400 a day for this pet watching. It sounds like crazy amount of money. Right. And they go, well, uh, you go like, hey, yeah, I'm interested. And they go, okay, well, send us your bank account information so we can send the money to you when, and, and we'll send you the address or whatever. And you send your bank account information and then they steal it. What? What heads? Or like, you know, there's several di- different kinds of phishing scams. Let me, let me look at the definition just so I can get the technicals you know, of it. They're, yeah. They're mo- most of the time they're email scams. Phishing, the fraudulent practice of sending emails, um, to be from a reputable company in order to induce individuals to reveal personal information such as passwords or credit card numbers. So it can be anything from like a password, like, Hey, your bank account was recently hacked into I'm from Wells Fargo. Let me just get your password and I'll go ahead and fix that for you or something like that. And, and it sometimes sounds totally believable except for that some, one little piece. Sometimes they're really, really sneaky about it. Dang. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, that scam that I got um, in my Twitch chat where I clicked it and I gave access to my channel and he took, and it was going to take me down my channel, but I, I was quick enough by changing my password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I almost that. lost my entire Twitch account. That yeah. was crazy. Well, I got, an, I took out, I got a text today that says, "From Hut Central, message, job offer, earn between four thousand and five thousand dollars per month working for us." Period. Text yes to this number for more information. ID number. Blah blah blah. I've. It, it's not telling me who it's from. It's telling me to text a different number than the the number that has contacted me. It doesn't say, tell me what job it is. It doesn't tell me what Aww. any information. It just says text for, for more information. So what they get, what are they going to do with my number? You know? Yeah. yeah also, what you mean. also I'm thinking, right. 
how do they give my information? Well, I've got a lot of public information. I got a lot of public information on like job search websites. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy way to scam me if I'm stupid, right? If I'm very liable to file for, for, fall for these, if I'm desperate for a job and right. I'm searching on job things and I put my text message on and they go in and they find the text message somehow or find the, the number mm-hmm. and they text me with a job inquiry, well, I'll be likely to take it because I'm looking for jobs, right? right. Well, it doesn't say it's from Indeed or any job thing right. that I use. So I know it's done. I know it's not there. And what's funny what? is um, uh, I've gotten texts from banks that I don't own. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, th- this is a good way that people fish too, is they'll go, hey, your, your Wells Fargo account has been hacked into. Please mm-hmm. give us your information or something like that. Or please click this link. Please click this link and it'll take you to a website that they have coded to look exactly like the Wells Fargo website. Right. You put in your username, your password, log in, nothing happens. They take your information and then there you go. But some people code like, it exactly, well, exactly like the Wells Fargo website or exactly what it, like whatever website, uh, Bank of America or something like that. Well, I don't use those banks. Right. And so I'm not going to fall for it. Yeah, because you totally know. But it's a good, it's a good scam because mm-hmm. what they do is they'll grab a shit ton of numbers, whatever numbers, and they'll just send that same message to thousands and thousands of numbers. Well, you send it to like 100,000 numbers, you're going to get one person. Right. You're going to get, you're, you're going to get at least, you're, you're bound, bound to get to. like at least a couple hundred that use that most popular bank. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if they missed me or not. It's right. just I'm They're not going like, to fall whatever. for it. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm pretty proud of being not liable to scams. I, like if I get in any like message or inquiry from anything, mm-hmm. I always like ask and try to contact and try to, you know, before I enter anything in. Right. Like, let's say we get any inquiry from our, our personal email for blinds. Right. About some kind of business offer. Um, and it doesn't give me enough information. Well, if it was a genuine business offer, you give me more information, you know? Right. That's very true. So, so. now we're talking about email stuff. Okay. I, I checked my, my personal email today and I got an email yeah. from Amazon. Okay. It was recommending, okay, recommending a potato pal to me to purchase. Do you remember that? We were, I, I don't do, know I do. what podcast it was, but it was a potato where you can print a face of some some sort of something on the potato and send it to somebody yes it recommended yes. it to me again uh-huh i thought that was just the funniest thing you know what's funny what? is well not funny but i haven't read up on this jeff bezos amazon his phone was recently hacked into really yeah did you know that no. um it was like a couple days ago like th- one day ago Jeff Bezos' iPhone X was hacked into. Mm. So I don't know. I, my, my friend actually got a message from Amazon today that was a suggestion on to buy something. So I don't know if there's something going on. I have no idea. 
I just, yeah. I, I opened, I mean, I didn't like click on the link it gave me, but like I opened the email to see what it recommended. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's funny. And then I just closed that's the email. That's also why I'm worried to click on hyperlinks too, because yeah. they never, they're always weird, you know? That is very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's our fun little experience mm-hmm. of the, the out of service experience podcast. You know what? You know what hyperlink you could click on though? It's totally safe. I want to know. Tell me. Blinds.media. It's our website. Blinds.media. You can find everything about us on Blinds.media. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, and some other podcasts. And you can listen to our too. podcast from there if you'd like. Or and we have some other podcasts that we partner with there. Um, we've got the Panic Bros have been releasing stuff recently. So you know if you want to go check out there. Also, if you are a podcast that wants to join our cool network that we're building, why don't you shoot us an email? All the information is on Blinds.media. So make sure you go check that out. All right. You got anything uh, else? I'm just saying, you know, interact with whatever buttons you got there and uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll see you in the next podcast. All righty.